Attention, if you have more than three baby daddies, please don't vote. Chances are you're going to pick the wrong man again. Thank you. There you go. I mean, that's solid logic right there. You can't argue with that. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show. And yes, it is day. good morning to you. I hope you are doing well. We have a jam-packed, jam-packed, that is, chocked full of nutrients. Great show today. I, I know I say it all the time, but today, I mean, we've got listener mail brought to you by our friends at JS Floors. We've got, t- I mean, I, I, let, let's just start with fucking t-shirt time, shall we? It's t-shirt time? It is. 12-10 is t-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12-10. It's there you go. T-shirt time. Bam, right there. Represent. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You shut I'm up. I'm just trying to let everybody know. You shut up. T-shirts. I think the new season starts either this week or next week at Jersey Shore. We're going to have Jersey Days back, baby. Uh, today's T-shirt, I- I'm representing 4T5Printing.com. Uh, they sent me a logo shirt. I'm proud to wear this along with my ape letter A hat that they made for me. 4T5Printing.com. Look here, you want to go there to get all your shirts and all your hats. They have great T-shirts, great hats, great hoodies, great everything there. Ryan and Jesse Jamie, are, are, they, are, they are the salt of the earth people. That's all I got to say. In Woodland, Illinois, God bless them. And if you don't get a shirt there, this will happen. Nice shirt, queer. Oh! You don't want that to happen. Come on now. You don't want that to happen to you, do you? I don't want that to happen to you. Let's say some good morning, shall we? First one here today, good morning to hockey player. Looking forward to chatting with you this weekend, my friend. We've got a lot to discuss about the new and improved ArnieRadio.com. Colin and Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. Good morning, gentlemen. Hope you're well, Battleborn. You don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. This is happy ass family, safety guy. Good morning to you. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Happy good for you. Right back at you. Gibby. A jelly donut. Good morning, my friend. Happy day. All right. Hope you're doing well. Stacy Slade, good morning. When people find out that I have four testicles, they usually kind of treat me a little weird. Yeah. Uh, good morning, ass family. Just got back from an extended weekend. Good for you. Happy day. We're right back to you, Bobby. It's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. Good morning to you. This is morning, everyone. King Steve. says far too many people waste time focusing on what they don't have and take for granted what they do. Be thankful for today for the blessings in your life. I couldn't have said it any better, my friend, Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. 
Says, oh shit, I thought it was Taco Tuesday. Happy Hump Day! Ass family, have an astastic day. Well, you have an astastic day as well, Chuck! I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Hump Day! Um, let's see, where's Chuck at? Can't wait to hear the melod- uh, melodic mastery that comes with listener mail today. It's going to be a great day. Watch Arnie on Twitch. There it is. Uh, Twitch.tv slash The Arnie State Show. There it is. That's how you can watch me, and you can watch me do the songs. By the way, I had a request for a song in listener mail today, and when I get a request, I usually do it. Nitro! Welcome to Nitro! Good morning to you. Hope you're doing well on this hump day. Gold is in the house! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Good morning. Well, that's not it. Hey, yo! There it is. Says happy, uh, God damn it. Hump day, y'all. These buttons are too far apart sometimes. I swear to God. You getting all nervous for Sunday? I mean, I know that you're a big Niners fan. Big, big game. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Wednesday. Tyler! They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. Happy day. ass family. Pleasure to be here with y'all. Be well. House of Pain, good morning to you. Says, good morning, ass family, and happy... Hump day! Happy hump day to you as well. Straight fire! Well, Welcome to the fantastic show of ass. I'm so happy to be here. I need to get that drop from coming to America. Uh, DNA! Have you seen my wiener? Good morning to you. Uh, says morning, Arnie and ass family. There she is. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. You just went into my office no, and you ripped one. No. It was like a flapper. No. And it stinks. No. You are quick. When it comes to shitting yourself, I don't want to smell it. <laughs> I would never do anything like that to you. Come on now. Uh, Dan! But the cream rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My true madness, yes. Good morning, uh, Dan. Says good morning, ass family, and happy. Hump day! Uh, what day is it? Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, Warbird! You're talking to the Rolex! Wearing woo diamond ring, wearing woo kiss stealing, woo wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo says good morning. Hump day before the quest for six, the ring is coming back after 30 years. Ah, uh, as Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friends. Uh, tomorrow's show, uh, Joe Murphy and I are gonna talk. We got a lot of sports to talk about. The World Cup shit, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about the NBA All-Star game because they're doing something real stupid. Even stupider than what they've been doing. And then it's all Super Bowl. Holy shit. Oh, man, do we have a lot on the Super Bowl. By the way, the suite that Taylor Swift is going to be in, people are paying $2.5 million a ticket to be in the suite. $2.5 million. Holy Lord. Ralphie! Like a pink nightmare. <laughs> Ralphie, did you have a good birthday? I hope you did. I'm rooting for it. 
says, good morning, beautiful-ass family. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Right back at you. Derek! Becca! Becca! Says, good morning-ass family. Becca! And happy... Pump day! Becca! There you go. Special Kale is in the house. Good morning, Kale. I have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Uh, good morning to you, Boat Girl. Good morning. Look, I, I don't want to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but... She's nothing but a common street whore. Right? I've, I've heard that a time or two. Good morning to you, a Sanchez family. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! Says yo! Hey, hey sassy Pammy! You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Never. Yep. Good morning to you. Hope you're well. Panda! Oh, I love trash! Good morning. He says, good morning, your family. Let's get this hump oh, day on. Gee. Uh, there's Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Good morning to you, Christopher. Christopher. Christopher, I love you very much. I said my piece, Chrissy. Wish Christopher. Pleasure, Christopher, to right finally there. meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? It says sometimes clothes do not make the man, George Michael, but Arnie states his T-shirts be bussin', yo. That's good. I know that's kid slang for good. Bussin' is good. Not just like on a bus, but it's bussin'. That, that, that's what I understand. Hook em. Good morning. Morning, ass. Sorry I missed the last two days. Been sick as a dog. Finally starting to feel better. Happy. And always, hook em. Is it college football season yet? Jesus Christ, I've waited long enough, haven't I? I mean, everybody's picking us. And I saw something last night to pick the Rangers to win the World Series. Told you so. Oh, I, I'm excited. Baseball season's almost here. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Fred, good morning to you. Hope you're doing well. Dave Co. Says it's 7 a.m. and I've already humped 800 things. That does not surprise me at all. She has that in her couch crack. Yeah, uh, safety guy, uh, Taylor Swift, the two and a half million, yeah. Ralphie says, my birthday was fantastic. Thank you for asking. Uh, no problem. Chuck says, so Arnie, are you saying that we have to start a big GoFundMe to get Braddy into the Taylor Suite? No. no. Well, I mean, if you want to, you can. But I, 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 I don't know. I mean, two and a half million dollars, that's a lot. I could get a lot of cool sunglasses for that. Uh, that's what I hate about the Super Bowl. Real fans can't afford to go. It's all two and a half million dollars. Gee, and it, Jesus. Yeah, it, I have all the prices tomorrow for you. It is crazy. It rise. And I wear my shirt. Oh. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. Good morning. It's day two of the state of Oklahoma's morning period. Every single local news channel. Oh, I mean, they lost. Look, look, if George Strait ever dies, because I don't think he will. I, th- I think George Strait will live forever. The state of Texas will put a wall around it, and we will be in mourning for at least a month. I'm calling 61 days, a, a, a day of mourning every day for all his number one hits. Toby Keith. You, you get today and tomorrow. That's it. Look, look, Oklahoma's got to move on. I, I mean, there's a tornado that's about to hit them at any minute right now. Ski bum! I had sunny side up, and I had sunny side down. 
Und I had sunny side all the way around. Says happy. Good morning, y'all. Uh, Trucker James says, and your razor. Yes, uh, yeah, I mean, I could get all kinds of cool sunglasses and my razor, finally. Safety guy says, if Melissa, uh, Alyssa Milano wanted to go to the Super Bowl, she'd set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> she would, probably. Mm. All right, so... We played a bit, uh, a sound effect yesterday about Joe Biden talking about meeting a president that died 30 years ago. Well, Joe's at it again. I, I, I swear to God, this guy is so fucking just. Wait, wait, what the hell happened? Oh, wait, there it is. That's this is the one I want. They're they're in dire straits right now, defending themselves against a Russian onslaught. There is some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the opposition, but um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry. From Hamas. He forgot the name of Hamas. But it seems to be. Uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. This man is so lost right now. I, I, I mean, it, and it's great because Peter Ducey, leave it to our guy Peter Ducey, to be the, the, the rock star that we all want and we deserve. Because yesterday he brought the fucking thunder. This is why Peter Ducey is America's reporter. How is President Biden ever going to convince the three-quarters of voters who are worried about his physical and mental health that he is okay, even though in Las Vegas he told a story about recently talking to a French president who died in 1996? I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole with you, what? sir. What is We're going to go. Hole? Go ahead. He said go he ahead. talked to Mitterrand. Go ahead. In you saw the president in Vegas, in California. You've seen the president in South Carolina. You saw him in Michigan. I'll just leave it there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thanks, Green. On the border deal, McConnell just said we have no chance to make a lot here. So. Dropping deuces. I love Peter Ducey so much. Oh, he is so fantastic. And he's so right. And if you would have seen the look on John Pierre's face when he said that, she's like, God damn it. I have to walk this old bastard through everything. And now you're calling me out on it? God damn you. College Station. The stars at night are big and bright. Good morning to you. Uh, safety guy says clear sign of Alzheimer's as he's traveling back in time. Indeed. Alicia. I took a dump at work. Just day I one. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom man. Morning, Alicia. Is this day one of 10 days off? Congratulations. Pam says movement in the trousers. Chuck, finding clips like this of Biden is like shooting fish in a barrel. Dropping deuces. Uh, King Steve says, I almost feel bad for the puppet Joe Biden. Oh, spin that moppy. Pam says, the ladies on The View think he's of sound mind. 
Uh, she's not even going to circle back. She's just not even going there. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Says good morning, ass family, and happy Pump day. Uh, College Station, at, at least Biden shows up for work, unlike that Sacramento radio show. <laughs> uh, it's technically day two. Yes, uh, well, that's good. So you got eight more days after today. Um, look, and and you would think that this would be something that Joe Biden would, would have, you know, some intelligence on, or at least remember what people were saying to him, due to the fact that Israeli intelligence is saying that dozens of the hostages thought to be alive in Gaza are actually dead. I, I, I mean, honestly, that is no... Shocking. To me. I, 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 we need a leader that is a leader that shows the rest of the world who's in charge. I, 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 I'm sorry. I am just so tired of this mealy-mouthed, faggoty response that we've been having for these dictators and these fucking leaders of other countries. And we have to talk about a dictator here in a second. No, not Donald Trump, because he's not a fucking dictator, idiots. But we just mealy just sit around. This is like this is like when 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 you're about to get it on and and, and you're only playing with somebody's knee. Come on, let's just get it on. God damn it. I swear to God. Uh, he's got to play dumb so treason doesn't stick. There you go, Tower Life. Tower Life, we, we need something. Wait, where, where we got for you here? I, I, I found someone. Uh, so. No, that's not you. Uh, which one? I, I thought I found one this morning. Uh, oh, here you go, Tower Life. Not funny, haha, funny queer. There you go. Good morning to you. Uh, let's see, Israel needs to put the gladiator movie with Maximus, says the command, unleash hell. Dictators, new recipe on ArnieRadio.com. No, 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 no. Um, Israeli officials have concluded that at least 32 of the 136 hostages still there since October, thought to be in Gaza, have been actually murdered. When? 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 I keep asking. Zach, good morning. You texted in. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, let's see. I uh, have a great show. Uh, I'm waiting for Biden to sit down with Boris Nelson over the Ukraine war. In my opinion, this is my opinion. My opinion is this. Is that we send in our elite forces into Russia... And we have ways to fucking, the, look, the tip of the spear, the, 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 the gentlemen, and, and I mean this, the gentlemen that are the tip of the spear, and I am, I am so uh, proud to know a former tip of the spear guy. Actually, I know a couple Navy SEALs, one I'm, I'm dear friends with. Um, let those gentlemen do what they're trained to do. And, 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 and these people that are in the U.S. military, let them do what they're trained to do. There are some people that don't like what I have to say like this, but it's the truth. Um, 
America's military is set up to kill. The end. They're there to protect us. And they're there to use deadly force. And we have all these politicians and all these pussies in this country that think that our military is there to just help move in democracy into places. We're not a moving company. We're the United fucking States of America. And what we say goes. And if you don't like it, then don't deal with us. And then, if you don't want to deal with us, don't fuck around. Because if you fuck around, you're going to find out. It it, it, it baffles my mind. Um, Oh, look at that. J.S. Flooring in the house. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. Well, yeah, that is true. I do. Your Rob shirt is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. You like that? Alicia designed that one for me. Got it from 4T5Printing.com. The asshole that always has to make the stupid face. Phenomenal. J.S. Flooring, I hope you're doing good. By the way, J.S. Flooring is uh, sponsoring uh, Listener Mail. Do a great job. We have mail coming up in about a half hour. Can't wait. But anybody who thinks that our military is there just to, to, to look good and make us look tough, no. Now, I'm not going to say we're Attila the Hun or Genghis Khan or anything like that. We're not going to cut off Vlad's head and put it on a spigot, even though I think that's where it belongs. But you see, we're dealing now with another group of fine folks. Not really fine folks. But these fuckers uh, in Iran. But we'll get to Iran here in a second. Our military doing these operations and, oh, we have to do this and we have to do that. How about you either shit or you get off the fucking pot? Now, there is a huge story going on right now about Tucker Carlson. Truth be told, I am not the world's biggest Tucker Carlson guy. I'm just not. I haven't liked him since his bow tie days. I I shouldn't say I don't like him. He's just not my favorite. I really don't have a favorite. I I guess Peter Ducey would be it for me. I don't mind Tucker Carlson. I respect what he does. But... Tucker Carlson is about to do a sit-down interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. He puts the poot in poot. Mm. His propagandists have predicted that Tucker Carlson's interview with the Russian president will blow up the United States with one remarking, God willing, there will be a civil war. Carlson announced Tuesday he was in Moscow to speak to Putin and claimed that other Western journalists had not bothered to speak to the Russian leader. Carlson, who's been since fired by Fox News, does a lot of his posts on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck you want to call it. By the way, I need to go off on this day. I'm seeing an ad for that Farmer's Wife show. I I, I got a lot. You know, hold on a second here. We're going to take an off route here. Uh, Farmer's Wife. I got to write that down. Okay, we're going to do that at the end of the break because I'm on a roll here. But I saw that, and I was like, Squirrel, I've been wanting to talk about this. I have not watched an episode yet. 
um, the media in Russia says if Tucker dares to broadcast the interview in the U.S., first and foremost, this will blow up their informational blockade from within. Um, I, I'm not going to believe anything that Vladdy Putin is going to say. I just, I, I, I sit back and, and I just, I watch all this stuff happen. And the Ass family, you guys tell me, Stinkfist, uh, who I, I have not seen here yet today. I'm sure he's here somewhere. Um, Stinkfist's daughter just joined the military. I know a lot of your kids have joined the military. I know a lot of you were in the military. And um, I watched a, a, a movie the other night, and it had a former uh, Longhorn in there, a guy named Nate Boyer, who used to run out on the field. He would bring the American flag out on the field because he was a soldier, and then he came back, and he played football at the University of Texas. The movie's called MVP, and it's a, a story about a, a new company merging veterans with players. And what they do is they, they team up veterans and former NFL and former major league players, former professional athletes, because once they're out of the limelight, especially the players, they don't have anybody. And every, it, when, whenever you talk or hear professional athletes talk uh, about missing what – they don't miss the game. They miss playing and the camaraderie. And a lot of military people miss the camaraderie and the brotherhood. And this is a great movie to show you the, the horrors – that soldiers have to go through when they come home. And uh, I, I highly recommend watching it, not only because Nate Boyer's in it, but it was a very eye-opening piece. Um, but the fact of the matter is, the way we treat our veterans is deplorable. And something was mentioned in that movie, and I, I'm, I'm just going to full-on say it. Um, I didn't serve because my dad told me not to serve because of the hell that he went through. And I remember when Desert Storm happened, I was ready for a draft. I was. I mean, Desert Storm lasted all of four hours until the CNN crew fucking wrapped things up, you know, getting Iraqis to surrender. But I was ready. But I never, I never signed up because I was scared. I'll say it. I was scared. So hats off. And salute to all of our troops, current, former, future troops, for having that bravery to go and do the job that you have to do. And I'm sorry that you do not have a leader right now that will allow you to do the job. It makes me sick to my fucking stomach. And I can't imagine what it does to you. Blueberry! Blueberry Good morning to you. The idea that we are there, there are three gigantic shitstorms happening right now, and it's about to be spread into a fourth and possibly fifth. So not only do we have Russia and Ukraine, we got Israel going on. Then we got these fuckers called the Houthis. We're going to talk about the Houthis here in a second. They're out of Iran. Oh, let's not forget the Taliban running Afghanistan. That's four so far. We got little fat boy in North Korea shooting off missiles into the Yellow River or the Yellow Sea, which, by the way, I find to be hysterical that they call it that. They just call it the sea. 
right? So they're, they're firing missiles in the direction of Japan and, and, and South Korea. And then finally, we got China. That's five. Now, real quick, let me, let me do some, some thinking here between 2016 and 2020. 2016 and 2020, I'm thinking of outbreaks that happened in the world like this. Well, I don't remember any. Do you Do you remember any? I sure as fuck don't. Oh, not to mention the sixth problem. That's right, number six. The invasion of America. That's right. Let's just call it what it is. It's an invasion. It's nobody looking for asylum. They're invading us. And by the way, by the way, I have a story about Dr. Phil going down to the border. First of all, why in the blue fuck is Dr. Phil going to the border? Might as well do that story now. Let's get that story uh, out of the way, shall we? Dr. Phil, okay. Uh, uh, Look here, I think that's lording a snake's belly in the mud. And Venezuela and God, I'm sorry, there's seven. Callie 22 gal says, good morning, ass. Good morning to you. Tyler says, thank you for always showing compassion and care for our veterans, Arnie. The whole reason is going to college is to hopefully one day provide mental health support for veterans and their families. Much love and respect, Arnie. Look, I am the proud son. I am the more than proud son of a veteran who fought in Korea, who, who was awarded Silver Star, Bronze Star, and the Purple Heart for what he did. And then reading his letters about what he suffered through later, and that was way back then. I just, I can't imagine it. So now, we got Dr. Phil, okay, who went down to the border to get a, 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 to get a perspective on it because we all want to know what Dr. Phil has to say. And boy, oh boy, I'm kind of glad that Dr. Phil did because, you know, I, and I got to tell you, when I'm right, contractually, I have to tell you. Oprah got caught up in trafficking. Dr. Phil's down there looking for Kitty Plug. Dr. Phil is looking for the next uh, <laughs> bad baby on the border. Border agents have told him that it's been a lie. That they're saying that only like 3 million people have come across during the current administration. I've been telling you that's a lie. I've been telling you that's a lie. Border agents told Dr. Phil that since 2020 and Joe Biden taking over, are you ready for this number? I don't think you are. Between 13 and 14 million people have crossed the border. And contractually, I have to... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot! Say my name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. I am. People know me. Password is astastic. That's right. Ass-tastic. One word, astastic. 
Astastic. It's A-S-S-T-A-S-T-I-C. Okay? Astastic. As you all know, I am the most powerful man in media. That's why he's the GOAT! The GOAT! Uh, 14 million and counting. Lord have mercy. What movie were we talking about? It's a movie called MVP. Great movie. Check it out. Uh, Chaz Man in the, the house. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Yeah. Happy. Okay. Family, best place to be anytime is right here. Have the best possible, everyone. Orbert says, I can't wait until we get attacked on our own soil thanks to this administration. It will happen. Oh, it will. It will. Jazz Floor says, it's an invasion at this point, and it's scary how many of them are Chinese. If you think we're not being invaded at this point, you're a fucking idiot. Fred says, every single one of them that came here illegally should never, ever be allowed to vote and should be deported. Correct. They shouldn't be allowed to vote. If you come here the right way, if you are looking for asylum, and you come and you do the 10-year thing and you become a citizen, then you can vote. Cali girl say, or Cali gal says, matter of time. Quick math means that the population of the U.S. has increased by 4% due to illegal immigration. Look, and there was a time when we used to talk about illegal aliens. This is before the world invaded us. And this was from Mexico alone that we had anywhere between 13 and 15 million illegal aliens in our country. And you remember, you know, th- th- this is going back to 2016. And we heard all the same bullshit that we hear today. Well, who's going to do the jobs? Well, Americans will do the jobs. You get rid of welfare and you get rid of fucking unemployment, Americans will do the jobs. Will crime go up? Well, I don't know if crime can actually go up any more than it has, but maybe a little bit, but people will work. I believe in Americans. I don't know why, but I do. And there was a time when it was 13 million. We have doubled that number in three years? Oh, look, an attack on us on our soil is, is ominous. I, I, I mean, it's going to happen. Trump needs to win to get the ice to remove them again. Yep. I'm learning Spanish and Chinese, so I'm ready for when I got to waterboard them. <laughs> Tower life. None of this anchor baby bullshit either. Get the fuck out. XXG Force, good morning to you. Uh, I have wine and dine with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Was stationed in Radash, Saudi Arabia, during Desert Storm. I support our military. God bless you. Asylum seekers can only be from Canada or Mexico, not China or Guatemala or Nigeria. Donald, good morning to you. Days never finished. Master got me working. Someday master set me free. I keep asking every morning. I'm going to change the name of the show to When Have You Had Enough? American voters need to go out there and do the right thing in November. And I, I, I let, let, me just, let me just say this right now. Republicans are dirtbags just as much as the Democrats are, as far as I'm concerned. I vote for the person. I don't vote for the letter. I vote for what the person has to offer. And to see and to hear these Republicans come out and want to sign this 
this wonderful bipartisan. Anytime you see the word bipartisan now, be leery. So this bipartisan border thing, which is dead, thank God, people like Mitch McConnell need to be kicked square in the nuts as soon as he fucking wakes up from his stupor. Asylum can be from anywhere, but they need to file and go through proper channels. Okay. And and once again, I have no problem with it. That's what America is. America is a melting pot. But you have to come here the right way. I vote for the person not in office currently. That that's another way to go. I mean, honest to God. Last night I, I lost all respect for Republicans last night. Um, the House voted on the uh Department of Homeland Security uh dipshit Mayorkas and whether or not to impeach him. And the House started the, the and, and, and he has done absolutely, and they're impeaching him over the border crisis. 13 to 14 million illegals are in our country. He has not done his job. He should be impeached. He should be fired. He should be jailed. Yet, the fucking Republicans who run the House of Representatives didn't even pass it. What are you doing? Can we even trust the integrity of elections anymore? You know, Nitro, I, I'm going to say yes because I still believe in it. And I know that I could, I, I'm probably naive and I'm probably dumb and I'm probably an asshole for it, but I still believe in our system. Yes, we got hoodwinked last time. Joe Biden did not get 81 million votes. Maybe he got 80, but not 81 million people did not vote for him. Not 81 different million people. While we're talking politics, did you see how Nikki Haley did in the Nevada primary? (laughs) I did. She fucking lost. Nikki Haley... Needs to drop out. She lost, and Trump isn't even on the fucking ticket. Trump won, and he's not even on the ticket. Fucking awesome. This is not going to be a civil war. It's going to be another revolution. Mm -hmm. I live in California. My vote doesn't even count. Boat girl, your vote does count. Let, 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 Let me, let me, let me. Let me let me push this aside here, and I've had a, I've had to mention this a, a few times. I will always say to go out and vote. Now, presidential wise, yeah, you you, you know how your vote's going to go, but you have to go out there and vote, and it starts in the local level. I know the local level is not sexy, it's not cool. It's not fun. You don't know the people. You don't know Joe Schmo from down the street. But these are the people that somehow get elected, maybe to, I don't know, city council. And then in four years, they run for state senate. And they get known at state senate level. 
and they do a good job there for six to eight to ten years maybe. And these are all, whenever you look at state senators and things, you'll all see that they're pretty young. And then that's when they decide, hey, I've made a, a big enough name for myself in the state that I'm in right now that I'm going to run for the United States Congress, whether it be the House of Representatives or, or the Senate. If you never voted them in earlier, they will never make it to that point. It's like alcoholism and pay, taking pills. If you never take that first drink or first pill, you will never get to the eighth one. It can't happen. So if you never put that person in office locally, it never fucking happens. Primary isn't real. The caucus is tomorrow here in Nevada. Okay, thank you. Most Republicans are just gimps for the Democrats following them around on all fours with a leash. L.A. and San Francisco fuck over California as much as Vegas fucks over Nevada. It doesn't count. Vote Steve Garvey for Senate. We don't need Shift. Well, Steve Garvey ain't going to win. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Shift is going to win because he's got the power of Pelosi on his side. Who was the, who, who was the chick? There was a black chick that, that Gavin Newsom said he was going to put in office, but he never put her in when Dianne Feinstein croaked. That old fucking bat. Christopher, what's up, buddy? Hey, Arnie. Uh, I wanted to buzz in on the whole uh, 81 million votes thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know everybody's going to hate me out for this, but the election wasn't rigged. Okay. In a sense, in, in the way that you guys think it was rigged. It was rigged in the way that they, the reason why he got 81 million votes is because, remember the thing we were talking about a few months back, about how they pushed out all the absentee ballots to people that didn't ask for them? Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Why? Well, they, they, they put ballots in the hands of millions of people too lazy to register to vote themselves, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people that don't know shit about politics, that don't know shit about fuck voted for Joe Biden because the only news that they hear says that Donald Trump is some kind of fucking racist, psycho, whatever the fuck, bullcrap, you know, all that stupid shit they always say. Well, that, I mean, that's rigged. That, that, that's rigged in doing it. And here's what they also did. They also sent out ballots to people who were not registered to vote absentee, like you said. And those right. people voted with those ballots, and then they voted in person. And dead people in Nevada voted. I think it was like 3,500 dead people in Nevada voted. Yeah, but, okay, so let's say, let's say a million fake votes, right? I, I, I'm being very, very generous here. Mm-hmm. It's it's he's still 80 million votes and he still wins the election. All right, Christopher, I, I appreciate what you're saying. You and I are going to disagree on this respectfully. Respectfully, you can't, sir, yes. I, I can't believe that Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama did in his first time to vote, to run. Because more people voted. Uh, did, they didn't they, uh, remember back then they didn't push the, they didn't push out the they didn't push out the ballots. Ah, it was just but, a normal uh, ass election without see, the uh, absentee ballots being see, pushed out. See, here's the thing. That's here's the, the thing, Christopher. Yeah. The thing is, is that people voted twice. 
the Democrats knew exactly what they were doing in certain states. That's rigging the election. Nobody can ever tell me, the, the black numbers that turned out were, were one of the biggest poll numbers. This is why gay, gay marriage did not pass in California in 2008, because black voters were tired of hearing how, how gays had it as bad as the blacks did during the Civil Rights Movement, and the black people voted against gay marriage. So the Correct. blacks went out and voted in tremendous numbers. What happened in 2020 was illegal, was completely illegal, not to mention when they stopped the vote count at 3 o'clock in the morning when I was watching, and then when I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, they had allegedly stopped counting, and Donald Trump had a 400,000-vote lead, and when I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, he was 400,000 votes behind. The absentee votes get counted last. Well, this was still in the middle of the night, Christopher. Look, Christopher, you and I aren't going to agree on this, and I respect where you're coming from. The last election was not on the up and up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, okay, I guess my point, my major point is get out there and vote, people. Bingo. Your vote counts. Yes, indeed. All right, buddy, you right. have a great day, my friend. Get those kids to Thank school you. safe. Uh, let's see. Uh, Barbara, Barbara Boxer, that was it. That's her name. 100% the mail-in voting was the fraud. They sent them to everyone who wasn't even registered. This guy is spot on. Tower Life says, I just got five mail-in ballots sent to my house. I'll be voting five times. Uh, ballot harvesting is bullshit. I vote in every California election since turning 18, and rarely has my person won, but I keep doing it for the reasons Arnie said. Local grassroots change. Exactly. That's why you have to – look, I'm, my, voting, my voting record, I'd get a number one draft pick. If you looked at my uh, – so it started when I was 18. And my first election that I really got to vote in was a, a Texas election where I voted. I, I did a write-in candidate because I wasn't voting for Clayton Williams and I wasn't voting for Ann Richards because Ann Richards was a cunt. Couldn't stand her. Then I moved to Nevada. W or H.W. Bush, Daddy Bush, against Clinton. Voted for Daddy Bush. Clinton won. Then uh, Bill Clinton took on... Fuck, I can't even remember who he took on the next election. Fucking beat him. I lost that one. Then W came along. I voted for him twice. I got my first two wins there in elections. Voting is voting's tough. Rigged is fucking rigged, period. Uh, they also removed Trump votes from the counting centers. It made no sense. Just because you vote absentee doesn't mean you're too lazy to register vote. If you No. Uh, an absentee ballot, then you're registered. You sound like a Biden. And hey. He, uh, they sent those out to unregistered voters, and they voted. Bob Dole, that's who it was. Thank you, Zach. Bob Dole, okay. Yeah, McCain lost to uh, Obama when McCain said, well, I'm going to go back to the Senate and work on this budget. And Obama said, well, I'm going to go work on the Senate and the budget, and I'm going to campaign. Uh, let's see, Perot was uh, the first Clinton one. Dole was the second Clinton one. And in fairness, the Republicans with the fake drop boxes was as legal as well. Look, they're all crooked. How do you explain very low number of people going to Biden rallies while Trump's were full? Where did all the millions of supporters come from? It came from, look, Christopher is right in a, sort, in a sense that non-registered voters voted. And they sent these ballots to non-registered voters. That's rigged. But anywho, I... 
13 to 14 million illegal aliens are here. Y'all better start learning another fucking language. If you know what's good for you. Now, I talked about, oh, wait, before we get to the who, hold on a second. Joe Biden responded to Trump's challenge on an immediate debate. Please let it happen. Please let it, uh, please let it happen. Is this going to play here? Let's see what this plays. It's nothing like a little confidence boost to help ease you. People were at work instead of at Biden rallies. Oh, wait, maybe not. Back into the dating scene. Oh, come on, I don't care about these black people on a damn date again. Shit. All right, three, two, one, let's go. Well, it's on like Donkey Kong. Former President Donald Trump is now challenging President Biden to a rematch on the debate stage. ASAP. Trump says, quote, I'd like to call for immediately debates. I'd like to debate him now because we should debate. We should debate for the good of the country. Well, that's very clear. But Biden was quick to brush off the idea. And is this the one where he's still drinking a smoothie? Yeah, mm. watch. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, Donald Trump is ready to debate you right now. Do you accept? He just said it on radio. Pardon me? What you debate you immediately, he says. Immediately? Yes. Mm-hmm. Will you debate well, I, him? If I were him, I'd want him to debate me, too. You got nothing else to do. He's got nothing else to do while you're walking out of a smoothie king. This man and his love of ice cream. I swear to God, Ben and Jerry are fucking his biggest campaign supporters. Who's to say they don't drop off ballots to the immigrants and let them vote? Zero, it can Mm -hmm. be attainable, but it needs to be balanced with the... That's the one thing, Trucker James, and I haven't mentioned it because I am terrified of that. I want to see Trump in their debate say, hey, Junior. Do you not remember 20? Let's go back, shall we? Let's go back in time real fast. You want to, you want to, you want to explain to me? Anybody want to explain to me? That's about enough right there. 2020. You remember when, when Donald Trump was out on the campaign trail and he was out on the campaign trail? Do we remember where Joe Biden was? He wasn't on the campaign trail. Why? Because the man is incompetent. The man has lost his faculties. He lost them back in 2020. When he told that idiot Charlemagne the God, and by the way, I found out that Charlemagne the God started in radio after I did. By the way, the God thing is mine, motherfucker. Arnie is God was around long before Charlemagne the God. So gimmick infringement, I'm calling you out right now. And if you want to throw, let's go. I did shoulders today, biatch. I went pretty heavy too today. Got to say, I was pretty proud of myself, getting my swole on. Joe Biden told a black man, if you don't know if to vote for me or Trump, then you ain't black. That could be the most racist thing he said in 2020. Black people are not voting for him in 2024. Now, the Chinese, the Libyans, the Syrians, the Ecuadorans that are all here now illegally, they'll vote for Joe Biden because Joe Biden will give them free shit. Fucking 50 cent. Rapper. 
50 Cent came out yesterday and said he's going to vote for Trump because he's tired of seeing these immigrants be awarded prepaid debit cards from the states that they're going to. Stephen A. Smith, loudmouth on ESPN, has said that Donald Trump is his probably pick due to the fact that the Democrats, who have always been on the side of the, the, the minorities, have kicked the minorities to the curb. How is it that Joe Biden won an election by not even campaigning outside of his basement? (sighs) Let's see. Can we say he's got a permanent case of brain freeze? Probably. Uh, I believe since the 80s, there's now between 30 and 50 million illegal aliens here. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think it's probably closer to 35 uh, couldn't even get ice cream from a local small business. He went to a Smoothie King. All the blacks looking for reparations should be pissed. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for that first debate. I'm just telling you right now, when that debate happens, I will do a live show. I will do a live. We will watch the debate together. Now, when you watch the debate with me, have your, have your, uh, have your clicker, as us old people call them. Have your clicker ready to pause it, because I will be I, w- I will be inserting myself into the debate. Final story in this first break before we get to listener mail. I mentioned these fellas uh, called the Houthis. The Houthis are the assholes who are now attacking the U.S. and U.S. servicemen and women in Yemen, and now the Houthis are looking to get revenge against the U.S. Now, I don't know how they're getting rid of, they're getting, like, like this one doesn't affect us, Houthis. This is how dumb you are. They are cutting a fifth of the world's Internet, which means... Now teenagers in Equatorial New Guinea can't meet and date. I I mean, seriously. The Iranian-backed Houthi militants in Yemen could try to sabotage Internet cables in the Red Sea, carrying carrying nearly a fifth of the world's web traffic. Hey, Houthis, you better not fuck with my show. If you fuck with my show, then it's on, baby. And look here, look here. God forbid. God forbid that an attack on America does happen. Even though I say God forbid, even though I think it's, you know, we, we've been invaded. You remember one of the last scenes from Pulp Fiction where Marcellus Wiley has been over it, or, or Marcellus, I don't remember what his last name was, uh, was bent over a chair and he was getting cornholed by Zed and the other fellow was watching and, and Bruce Willis before he became dementia riddled. riddled he took a samurai sword, and he cut the gimp up, and he killed the other dude, and he kept Zed alive, and then Marcellus fucking got up, grabbed the sawed off, blew his balls off. Hey, invaders, that's what we'll do to you. Come to my neighborhood. I got this real big old bowie knife, and man, oh, man, it wants to do some cutting. My Bowie knife wants, it's tired of cutting paper. 
I, I'm tired of cutting the single sheets of paper to show how sharp it is. Okay? I'm, I'm ready to try it out on maybe, I don't know, uh, some vertebrae. That, that's what I'm like. Come on over. Come on over. So Palestine and China lose internet. <laughs> Go for it, idiots. Yeah, I mean, that to me is fantastic. Do it. Ain't going to fuck with us. The Houthis. How about we just send our boys over there and just fucking do the job? Let's go mid. And, and remember the, the line that Marcellus used? Marcellus Wallace, that's it. Thank you, Nitro Junkie. Uh, Marcellus Wallace says, I'm going to get some pipe-hitting brothers up in here, and we're going to go medieval on his ass. Oh, pliers, pipes, fucking rabid dogs. Let's do it. I know I sound like such a warmonger, but I don't. I'm tired of this bullshit. I am so. I look. It. it, It's going to be a crazy, crazy uh, year. So there you go. Seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio One at gmail.com. We got to get ready to do listener mail. Brought to you by our friends at JS Floors. Next here at ArnieRadio.com. Truck's got maybe 300,000 You only get so much Until it's gone Duracell's in a mag light A needle drop on a 45 Are the kind of things That only last so long When the new wears off And they get to getting old Time's gonna take its toll They say nothing lasts forever But they ain't seen us together Or the way the moonlight dances in your eyes Just a t-shirt in the kitchen With no makeup and a million other things That I could look at my After years of shift work All fading out like I always knew they would The strings on this guitar The first love lost on a young heart Those things are gonna break after the getting's good Cause the new wears off and they get to getting old
I swear. Uh, all right, let's see. Let me let me get rid of some of this stuff here. Move that to this. Perfect, fantastic. And now it is time once again for listener mail. Each and every week, you guys send me emails. I read them on the air. Sometimes you have questions for me. Sometimes you have comments. Whatever it is, we'll take it. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. By the way, it's brought to you by uh, our dear friends each and every week at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, good God. The rest? Uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me just tell you about the rest. I just found this out. I know that Jesse, Jesse and I have been texting. And he just had a conference down in Vegas, and he was telling me about the rest and what they like to do and what they like to brag about. They like to come over for a free quote to your house only in, uh, only to force you, and, and they sedate you illegally, as they play a flute of some sorts. And they get their trans senior citizens all worked up with this soothing, snake-charming-type music. I know Stackar knows what this song is. And they end up doing each other. And it's gross, and they film it all to the delight of the Shittistan Princes. Now, first of all, I don't think my friend Jesse knows how to play one of those flutes. Secondly, he has no interest in, 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 in having trans senior citizens having sex for Shittistan Cheeks. All he wants to do is put in great floors at your house. So give him a call at 775-267-4123, for God's sake. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, this first letter is from Jake, and it's not asking me anything, but I have to read it first because there's a P.S. in there. It says, hey, Arnie. I just want to say that I absolutely love me some ass every day while I work. I've mentioned on the show before, since I'm a UPS driver, I get a little chance to chime in on live comments and segments. To be honest, I've only been listening for a year, but it seems like forever due to me being so addicted to your show. And the way I found you was the demise of that damn show, which I absolutely love that show, as well as until when Mikey had you on as a guest to explain how working at 98 Rock was such a shit show. It became that way, and it's even worse now. Um, after that episode, I decided to take a leap of faith to listen to the podcast world, and I was instantly hooked. Between you and Mikey, I appreciate hearing real-life events and news, cough, even though you report them first, cough. Just keep up the good work. Also, I'm one of the few or many that love listening to you here talk about wrestling, because I, too, am a Stone Cold fan. Oh, hell yeah. And that's the bottom line, because Arnie State says so. Sincerely, Jackass Jake. P.S. Can you do country roads to my letter? I love your version of it. Well, I'm going to tell you this now. If, in case, because I'm working on the the live show, um, if we end up doing it at Calneva again, I know they have karaoke downstairs. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I will be doing this song on the karaoke stage, and I will be doing my version of it. That's right. You get to see it live. Here we go.
got some problems I can help you Don't you worry I'm a trained professional We've all been there Time after time Now you gotta ask So I can help you out Ask me now Ask me now Before I buck a cow You know I'll do it And brag about it I'm bucking a cow Bucking a cow All your ratings Are in the gutter Obvious. Fat and fatter is what you've become. Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now, ask me now, because I'm fucking a cow. I told you I'd do it, and now I'm doing it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place. Driving down the road, you hear me say all the bad words like shit and fuck, cock and cunt. Another cow, my zipper's down. I'm fucking it like a clown. I'm fucking a cow, fucking a cow. Ask me now, ask me now. Please save the next cow. I ain't stopping. I'm poppin' Fuckin' a cow Fuckin' a cow Ask me now To save a cow Hey, there's a cow You know what I'm doing now There you go. That's that, that, that song one. So there you go. That was for Jake the Jackass. And now, our other song before we help somebody. I'm misty. I, I so miss the beat on his songs. The nostalgia is off the charts right now. It's time to pay for what you did. Said I was a photo booth. Chuck E. Cheese Big ass mistake Not your biggest one You underestimated me the whole time Look what I've done I am still Arnie Dick 
should have been on the stage at the Grammys the other night. Uh, I keep logging in with ID and password. Anyone else suffering? Oh, wait. Oh, close this down. I don't want to go into it. No, I can't do another one. Voice is gone. Uh, the Grammys suck because this song was not performed. Thank you. Best AIG song. That's White Panda. Oh, we got another panda. MAGA. MAGA Rhino. Good morning to you, my friend. It's t-shirt time? Oh, it was. Time t-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12 10. What key is that? It's, it's the key of fuck you. Time. Yeah, it's the key of F U. And by the way, I'm wearing your shirt today. Today's t shirt time is 4T5 printing. And if you don't buy your shirts from 4T5printing.com. Nice shirt, queer. Bam! Oh. Uh, it's happening on the sale. It's irritating. Sorry about that. Uh, Alicia says, quick question before we help a letter writer. Hopefully, not a cheater, because I can't say I'll be very helpful. But do we have an all-around about time you're going to be doing this show? Right now, I'm, I'm focusing on the end of July. That's all I got to say. Uh, the end of July. And, and, and I'm going to tell you everything that happened. This is, I'm not, this is not one of those things where I'm teasing you. I'm going to tell you everything. But we're going to have some comedy in there, and I'm going to make the story funny. As funny as I can make it, even though it's fucking painful to me. Ben Barry says, man, I've missed you. Just found your show again. Your songs are the best. Well, welcome, Ben Barry. There we go. Let's welcome him, ass family. 
the S-Force's magical standing ovation, sir. Beautiful finish. Welcome to the S family, Ben Barry, solid gold. Uh, good morning, buddy. The E2 Maga Rhino. Ben Barry says, thank you. I give that a 10 plus .35. Uh, JS4 is now a mixer. Awesome. Oh, if you're not buying your shirts from 45 printing, you're fucked up. You're fucking. I, amen to that. I mean, uh, Jesse over JS4 says, I need to get one of those shirts that you were wearing yesterday. And Alicia designed that shirt, so I, I'm going to have Rhino send Jesse, uh, my, my, my two big sponsors of the show, we're going to have them coexist. Perfect. End of July, we'll be back from Croatia. I'll be honest, I was really worried. All right, well, there you go, Alicia. That's when we're looking to do it, because good time of year. It's before hot August nights, and I'm looking at Reno right now. If anybody knows any venues in Sacramento, same weekends apply. So we'll have to see. But now we got to help somebody. <clears throat> so we got to get to our, our next mail here, which is... Uh, All right, scumbag, pay go. attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Wendy. It says, Dear Arnie, I was just wondering if I could please get your advice on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, a week from today, people. And yes, yes, I, I may have a list or two of the best Valentine's Day gifts to give. Just in time for mine and Braddy Kid's birthday. Exactly, that's why I'm doing it. Uh, thank you, Cowboys Girl. Good to be here. I love this guy. Oh, JS4 is the best. Um, I have listened to you for a long time, and as a woman, I have to say that you're right, that when you are in a relationship and women say that we don't want anything for a gift that day, we are not telling the whole truth. I knew it. I I told you. I ain't going to do the I told you, so I already played that once today. But I knew it. My question is that we all don't want fancy things, but most guys think that's what we want on that day. How do we let them know it's mainly the thought that is what we're looking for? Wendy. Simple. It's called communication. That's it. That, 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 that's the key. Communicate. I had to learn a lesson the hard way with Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid's not a big flower girl, but she likes flowers on certain days. And when she first told me she wasn't a big flower girl, I was like, woof, I'm off the hook. Well, I missed it on certain days that she wants flowers, and it would bum her out. So she told me about it. And... I can report back that I have not missed one of those ever since then. I've always gotten her flowers on the day that she wants flowers. By the way, just took care of her Valentine's Day gift. Very excited about that. Lies, not all of us women play mind games. It's simple, cheap dinner, and butt sex. <laughs> Take Brady to Applebee's. Well, they do have the, the endless, you know, boneless ribs. Yeah. Men think you want extravagant because many of us have been burnt because they were told, I don't want anything. It's the thought that counts, etc. Jesse, Jamie in the house. Wonder if it's possible for a rock uh, could make a trip back from Croatia. Alicia, you, you need to bring a rock back for Jesse Jamie, like Mage did from, from China or Japan or one of them foreign countries that he went to. Uh, Alicia says, Jesse, Jamie, I can do that. Bring one from Dubrovnik on our last day. There you go. 
<laughs> Panda says, I approve of Applebee's. Wendy, just communicate with your guy. That's all you got to do is talk to him. Yeah, you don't want anything extravagant, that's okay. Card, flowers. If your girl works in the office, flowers always is good because that, that, that way she gets to show it off. By the way, I did all the singing with a big dip in my mouth too. Got to take it out now. Wendy, talk to your man. Guys, talk to your gals. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Jesse Jamie says, awesome, Alicia. Y'all rock. See, I get that. Rock. Get it? Because she's bringing a rock back. Uh, Easy letter writer. Just say, I'm looking for a nice time. Nothing extravagant, but just something to tell me I'm special to you. There you go. Once again, communications. Damn it, Arnie. I just got back from the shithole Reno, and I'd say I'd never go back. Now I'm going to have to go back there for you. I don't know where it's going to be. I don't know if it's Reno. I don't know if it's Sacramento yet. Still waiting. You know, maybe I'll, uh, there's somebody I can reach out to in SAC. I will reach out to him in the next break. See, I can be helpful. You're always helpful, Alicia. You're helpful to the cheaters. They know not to write the show anymore. (laughs) All right, next letter here. Um, All right, come on, let's go to it, shall we? Um, Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Donald says the boardwalk. Hmm, That's not a bad idea. Come to sack and I got weed and mushrooms for you. (laughs) No mushrooms I probably wouldn't do good with. Um, This is from uh, Daniel. I think it's, or Dan. Hey, Arnie. We talked a while back on Messenger, letting you know that I was going to start listening regularly. Well, I have gave it a solid month and a half. You hooked me. So much so that I sent an email to Point Three Five and Sal, told them adios. Especially bad radio. That guy is a quack. I don't even know what that is. Is that Brandon? It better be Reno. I'd love to see a big guy. Well, you're going to be there. Um, tired of the nut hut shit radio. Signed up for a membership. Probably won't participate much as I also drive for a living. But what the hell? Donate to your cause. Keep up the awesome work. Fuck Dak Cowboys for life. Amen to that. Fucking Dak Prescott. When is it? Thursday night is the NFL Awards. That's when we see who the MVP is. Anybody who thinks that Dak Prescott should be the MVP is not a football fan. I'd do mushrooms with Arnie. Let's get some (laughs) alahushka. On a side note, we were at a concert at the Little Wall. You were there. Not sure if it was a listener gig or not. Had to be. Can't remember who it was. Probably typo negative. Anyway, you stole my date. Oops, I didn't mean to. Never got to thank you for it. Best thing that happened that night, LOL. Oh, I, was it me? Was it really me? I didn't do that stuff. I was not a robber. I'm, I'm trying to think. Ah. Uh, welcome, new listener. This is from Alicia. Thank you for keeping America moving. Yeah. I have a bunch of different kinds I can bring, Alicia. I even have some gummies and chocolate. Dear Lord. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I don't remember. I, I honestly, that was a long time ago. A little wall. I went to a lot of shows there. And don't, don't fuck with me, CBG. Bring caps. Oof. 
I got some of those in Sacramento last week, and they were strong. Dang, Arnie committed the robbery. I, I don't remember it. I honestly do not remember that. Dan, I, I apologize to you. Uh, I, I try not to do that. I think that's cold-blooded to do. <laughs> but funny. I, I, honestly, I honestly don't remember. Edge, here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, you and your show and the shows you've been on have got me through some really tough situations, and I just wanted to say that I appreciate that you were here. I was bummed to hear that you didn't get back uh, to get to jack that razor, but I will say this. If I ever see one and it's not locked up, it's going to be yours. For anybody looking, it's the the Braun 9 Series razor. It can cut up to seven days' worth of of stubble. I need that for my head because I'm tired of cutting myself. Thank you for uh, for all that you don't know you do for us ass family members. By the way, much better name than anything before for listeners, and keep going. Do not ever retire. That's from Heather. Heather looks like a jack of razor for me. Awesome. He's thanking you uh, for doing it, so just go with it. Aren't you contractually obligated? Oops. Um, yeah, I didn't get to. I didn't. I didn't get to steal anything when I was in Sacramento. I didn't take anything. Bums me out. I mean, I went to the big and fat store. If the big and fat store would have had the stone cold shirt I liked, I would have probably taken that. But I, I, they didn't have my size. They didn't have anything else I wanted there. So. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. And, and I only went to one place for the razor, and Target didn't have it, so I didn't get it. But, Heather, if you see it, please, please do. Anybody, just let me know you got it, and I'll let you send it to me. It's that easy. Uh, all right, next one here. Let's see. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dude, we're flying through mail. Uh, I got to slow down. Uh, This is from Ben. says, Arnie, I have to say that I'm really looking forward to the Joe Murphy Super Bowl segment. I guess I have just never heard, but how did you and Joe ever meet? He is so out there and hilarious. You and him are a great pair together. Well, Joe Murphy and I met long before my ra- well, not long before my radio days. I only I was in Reno for about a year and a half before I got into radio. Well, maybe two years because I, I got into TV first. Um, I was hanging out. I, I used to hang out a lot at the Hooters in Reno. And the Hooters is where the Lucky Beaver is now over on uh, on Virginia, South Virginia, across from the Atlantis. That's what it's still called. And I would go in there uh, Friday or Saturday night, well, Friday and Saturday night, because I didn't have a lot of friends. I, I just moved there. I was 20, but I had a fake ID, but nobody carded me. And I'd go to Hooters about 6 o'clock at night, and I'd take 20 bucks with me, and I would give the bartender who became a friend of mine, her name was Sheila, by the way, uh, I'd give her a $20 tip, and she would just pour beer for me all night. I think my record was like 11 pitchers in one night. That was between 6 at night and like 2 in the morning. 
That's right, six, 11 pitchers by myself. I had a little bit of a drinking problem back then. Um, one night, I was in there, and it's funny because Hooters was the caveat to me getting into radio. I was at Hooters watching the Florida State-Miami game, and I was planning to go to Rodeo Rock Cafe. This is, uh, this is not the Joe Murphy story, but uh, I'll get to the Joe Murphy story here in a second. And I remember I, I, I spilled a little bit of fucking, because I'm fat and I'm sloppy, and I always spill, especially if I have a white shirt on. And back then, I used to wear a lot of white shir- shirts. Don't do that anymore because I spill a lot. And I had a little bit of, of, of chicken wing juice on my shirt, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go to Rodeo Rock or not. But I was drunk enough to say, oh, fuck it, I'll go to Rodeo Rock. And that was a country bar back in the day. And that is where I met Scab and his partner at the time, a fellow by the name of Pat, who we called uh, the Pat Sickle or Frigidaire because he wasn't funny at all and he thought he was hilarious. But uh, I went to Rodeo Rock, met, met them, and became their intern the next Monday. As for Joe, it was probably a few months earlier, and I didn't. The, the funny thing about Joe is I was sitting in Hooters and we were watching college football. And as you know, Joe's a huge Nebraska fan. And at that time, Nebraska was always going to bowl games and always losing. And he was Mr. Nebraska, and as you know, I am Mr. Longhorn. And back then, the Longhorns were starting to gain a little br- ground with uh, uh, David uh, McWilliams. I, be- I believe that was that was name. No, it wasn't McWilliams. I forget um, but the Longhorns were starting to gain traction. And Joe was there, and Joe was hammered at the time. I was hammered at the time. And Joe and I got into a sports talk, college football debate. And, and I mean, he's throwing all kinds of shit at me, you know, and I'm throwing shit back at him. And I ended up kind of shutting him up because I said, well, when, the, when Nebraska wins a bowl game, you can call me. Something to that effect. He didn't really like that. And but but he 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 knowledge recognizes knowledge, and he knew that I was a pretty intelligent sports fan. I acknowledged that he was a pretty intelligent sports fan. So we would see each other there every every so often, and then out of nowhere, I was about five six years into my radio career, and lo and behold, there's Joe. Joe shows up one day and he's doing radio, and he's working at the classic rock station. I'm like, hey, do you remember me? And we had a talk and. And we've been friends ever since. Not not like close friends where we hang out and stuff, but we're friends. I, I, I love Joe Murphy. I think Joe Murphy is a very talented guy who is funny as hell if he just slows down. It's all you, that, 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 whenever he calls, he's like, I hope I did good this way. I'm like, Joe, you're fantastic. All he's got to do is slow down. That's it. And I love having Joe on the show. And I'm so excited for tomorrow's Super Bowl talk. He's going to have all the crazy bets that you can and can't bet on. I don't think you can bet in America anymore on the coin toss. But the length of the national anthem, by the way, go with the under since Reba McIntyre is doing it. She ain't going to sister it all up. Um, so there you go. But that, that, that's how I met Joe. Hot mama. Fuck your mama. Good morning to you. Uh, Donald says, ask Arnie a live question after playing the Kansas City Chiefs song yesterday. Are you going to play Bang Bang again on the Super Bowl show tomorrow? (laughs) Probably not. Look, look, 
I don't. This is not a Super Bowl for me. I got to tell you. Sawyer's dad. Oh, look at that. Sawyer's dad's in the house. Hold on a second here. Let's get the music ready. Um. Morning, Arnie. Morning, y'all. You're talking about the razor for your head. Have you ever thought about the Freebird electric razor? I started using it after Christmas. It's awesome. Hold on a second. Let me look this thing up. Freebird. Oh, I love anything. Razor. Let me see what this looks like. Oh, is this one of them five-headed deals? How much is this one? Where's the Freebird? I see the flex shave. I don't see the free bird. These aren't these aren't too bad. Uh, flex. Oh, oh, there it is. There's a free bird flock suit. See, I've used one of these in the past, and it didn't do that great a job. I mean, I've had them to where they've had five heads, six heads on there, and they just don't do as great as like. I I, I tend to trust Braun because Braun knows razors, but you know. If you wax, you can go two to three weeks. I'd be willing to wax my head. I'll tell you that right now. I'd be willing to go through that one time to see how bad it is. But I don't know of many places that do head waxings. This is a Super Bowl for the ass family, though. Oh, I'll say it is. Uh, I can't express how much I hope that the Niners lose. Sorry, Niner fans, but fuck the Niners. Look, I loved our Hooters in uh, Rancho. Made friends with all the girls. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I, I didn't made the fr- I made friends with the girls at Hooters, not to have sex with them, just to drink for free. I, I'm warming the wax now. You are not doing it. No, 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 no. Yes, it is. I can do my head in like two, three times a week. Keep it close. It's also waterproof and reliable so far. Okay, I'll have a wax kit. I'll do it for free. We would just need to record everything for your OnlyFans. Oh, I would do that. Um, so this Super Bowl, let, 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 me, let me let you know. As much as I want to see joy brought to my friend Warbird's face, because I, I like, the Warbird is, is a special person. He's one of my best friends in the entire world, and he's had, Arnie should grow a skullet. No. Arnie does not like hair on his head. Nose and ears get waxed, too. Okay, I'll, I'll try that once. Oh, I'm not looking forward to the nose. I enjoy that myself. Um, as much as he's had a bad offseason for college football, and, and his college fucking football seasons are going to be ruined now because Alabama, Alabama's not going to be the Alabama that he's used to. They, 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 I'm not going to say they're going to be bad, but they're not going to be very good. And he's had all these good players transfer out and come to my university mainly. And 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 Jesse at JS Flores, he's a big Niner fan, and, and I like to see my friends happy. I don't like Patrick Mahomes. I never have liked Patrick Mahomes. He went to Texas Tech. We beat the piss out of him. When he was at Tech, this is why I don't believe in him. Um, I think we injured him. We took him out of the game. We made him cry on the field. Um, and he's from Tyler, which is about two hours away. 
I'm hoping it was my friend that's a Tyler cop that gave him the DUI, his daddy the DUI this week. Nose waxing is brutal. Thank you. Warbird says, 30 years. This drought has been awful. We've lost the last two Super Bowls. We need this one. P.S. I'm a Texans fan now. <laughs> now, that's funny. Um, hey, it's been it's been 29 years for us. And if you lose the Super Bowl, we will have the exact same Super Bowl record of five and three. I don't like being five and three. I want number six. And if the Niners win, they get number six before the Cowboys do. And it was bad enough they got number five before the Cowboys. Instead of branding, Arnie's getting waxed by Braddy and Alicia. We'll see who waxed him better. Jesus. Every time I hear the word Alabama, I, I hear the sow in my head yelling, Alabama. Patrick Mahomes needs one more Super Bowl to tie it with his dad's counting DUIs. Uh, have you heard anything about the Black National Anthem being sung? Yes, it is being sung. I don't know who's singing it. Don't care. I think it's stupid. My old family are Niner fans. I'll be truly happy for their happiness. I just won't be happy the Niners won. Jess Loring says, go Niners. My Jones was uh, first drafted by my Detroit Tigers, then went to football, so screw him. Go Queefs. I don't want the Sandfag if Cisco Fruity Niners to win number six. I transferred portal just like all of our players. Look, it, uh, I, it, it pains me to say even this. I'm starting to like Jason Kelsey a lot more than Travis Kelsey. And it, is, it has nothing to do with the Taylor Swift thing. And I don't like Jason Kelsey because he plays for the fucking Eagles. And I hate the Eagles. And I hate everybody who plays for the Eagles. Or who has played for the Eagles. But I... I he, Travis Kelsey's just... He's caught up in this whirlwind right now, and I can't blame him. Everybody in the world knows who he is, and he's just a tight end for Kansas City. No, not the greatest tight end of all time. Be poetic justice if Taylor sang the Black National Anthem. Take that, Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm glad to see other people were calling Jay-Z out like me for trying to fucking ruin Taylor's night yet again like Kanye. By the way, I saw a thing that says Bill Maher has a two-hour interview with Kanye West that he won't release because he's too charming and anti-Semitic. I think Biden wrote the national anthem. That's who's going to sing it. 11 pitchers? Physically how? I can drink a pitcher to myself and barely get a buzz, but I'm full. Like I couldn't even drink anymore. Fred, there's a little, little little vitamin out there called vitamin B. Vitamin B will fucking clear your system clean out, meaning you pee a lot. It sucks, but hey, you can drink more. Oh, he's got a tight end. Thank you for that. Kelsey isn't even a tight end. He's a wide receiver. He doesn't run block. We have even segregated the national anthem, right? But hey. Remember, it was Donald Trump that was going to make us worse. The Black National Anthem only started getting sung three Super Bowls ago. Who was the president three Super Bowls ago? That's right, Joe Biden. I'm sorry. Did, 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 did I not mention that? Or two Super Bowls ago? It was Joe Biden. Yeah, that's it. Um, 
but yeah, that's how Joe and I met. And as far as this, look, I, I think it's going to be a good game. Which vitamin B? I, I just got regular vitamin B, Gibby. Um, I'm hoping for a good game. That, that's all I'm hoping for. By the way, I am not going to ruin any of the commercials for y'all. I've already seen some news stories. I hate the fact that they release all the commercials beforehand. See, that used to be the, the draw of the Super Bowl. It was not only a good game between the two best teams, allegedly, unless it was the Broncos and the Niners or the Cowboys and the Bills, then we knew who the best teams were going into that. But we used to look forward to the commercials. Now they play the commercials the week before. We're not surprised by anything. We're knowing what we're looking for. I don't like that. Uh, surprised they don't have Colin Kaepernick singing it. Shit. Niners fans don't want him at another Super Bowl. Come on now. Regular national anthem stand, black national anthem kneel. Sounds like uh, what Reagan said. I would rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Uh, Budweiser was smart. We love the horses, but it ain't going to work. I've seen, like I said, I'm not going to ruin the commercials. Bud Light's got a big commercial that they're focusing on. (sighs) See, it reminds me of cool shit that gets ruined. We we have a game, and and one one of these days when this show, this year hopefully, takes huge off, and, and I get, you know, people from the WWE or AEW, saying, hey, we want to advertise on your show. I have an awesome game. I'm not going to tell you what it is because somebody will steal it. But it has to go with the the three-way that we used to do. I I came up with this game a long, long time ago in Reno, and it was the three-way. And it would be like we we would do something like ESPN anchors, and we'd give you like a one- to two-second clip of an ESPN anchor talking, then sound effect, then another anchor, sound effect, then another anchor, and you had to tell us all three. Now, if you, in, in, in the 7 o'clock hour, if we played that game and you didn't tell us who it was, in the 8 o'clock hour, we added $100 to the kitty. So then the second person was playing for $200, and then $300, and then $400. See, what it is is you have, a, you have it set up in a system to where if your your budget is five grand to do during the spring promotion, for example, you sign up, you you let it go enough days to where you get five grand. And I think that we had one of the pots in Reno get up to like twenty two hundred dollars. It was like CNN anchors, and everybody in town was talking about it. See, that's why you do it. You get people involved. You get them to participate, and they get involved. Well, of course, we took that game with us to Sacramento because we knew how good the game was. So uh, I came up with the three ways, and uh, I did pro wrestlers. And I didn't make it hard, but I didn't make it real easy. But we had a guy who was uh, uh, the promotions director, who this was my only beef with. His name's John Nelson. And John Nelson was the best promotions director I ever worked with. He and uh, uh, John, oh, God damn it, I can't think of his name. He, he knows who he is. He lives in New Orleans or Cleveland now. I don't know. Um, they were the best pro- promotions directors I worked with. But John Nelson decided, well, we have to help people, and we're going to give clues out on our webpage. 
And the clues were so fucking ridiculous. I, I think it was Macho Man, Sid Vicious, and who, who knows, maybe like Ric Flair. And the clues were, this guy is a big fan uh, of, of the village people because he likes to work out. Okay, so there's Macho Man. Sid Vicious, former uh, lead singer. No, this is not the lead singer of a punk band. Easy. He gave those clues out, and, and he did that for every one of them. And none of the three ways got over $300. And the promotion ended up sucking. It was all because of him. So I have this great game that I want to roll out. But, wait, we got breaking news here? Hold on a second here. Oof. Uh, search is underway for a uh, missing helicopter carrying five Marines in California. All right. Thank you for that one. Uh-huh. Unless you're working for WKRP, then you give it away in all one shot. I would be weak if the Clydesdales were dressed in furly skirts with their big dongs hanging out. That's funny. Uh, so, yeah. So, Ben, that is how Joe and I met one another. There you go. Long, long story there, but it was worth it. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. I wanted to ask you about your recipes. I just scrolled through your Instagram and was wondering, what is your favorite thing that you like to make? I mean, it looks pretty amazing, but I would say that I love your breakfast pictures best. Are you going to ever share those recipes as well? And that's from Gina. I'm sorry, Gina. Rex Ryan interviewed for the defensive coordinator position. I saw that Mike Vrabel was going to. Uh, What's my favorite thing to make? Yesterday, I made the perfect omelet. I didn't take a picture of it because I was too excited. But I found a great omelet recipe, and it was easy, and it rolled out of the pan perfectly, and it was awesome. And I got it from one of the Iron Chef guys. The the Michael guy wears all the different colored glasses. His favorite thing to make is a mess. Yeah, whatever. Um, And I think I'm going to make them this weekend. We don't have a big thing planned for the Super Bowl. Um... I love my baked beans. My, my baked beans are, are one of my fa- and it's one of my favorite things to eat, too. So I would have to say either my baked beans or, or one of uh, maybe maybe eggs on egg on toast. I think those are my favorite steaks. Those are easy. Uh, but the baked bean, I, I take a lot of pride in the baked beans. So I, I'm going to go with my baked beans. Those are my favorite. And, yes, we're working on something to where more recipes are going to be. There are some recipes uh, at the new and improved ArnieRadio.com right now in the members section. Um, But I'm just teasing you with those. Depending on how quick I can do all the work and get the work done, there might be something available at the end of July. Maybe when I'm doing a stand-up show. Just saying. Just saying. And, by the way, there, there's possibly going to be merch at the show. Just saying. Just saying. Just, I, I'm, I'm just saying. But, yes, Gina or Gina, whichever one you go by. Uh, yes, there, there, more recipes will be posted. Not, the fire, not fire in the kitchen, Brady kid. 
Problem with commercials these days, the people who make them are from the same class as the Bud Light chick. That is true. Uh, Swoosh, he uh, is the only one to set off the fire alarm. Yes, but that was not me cooking. That was me warming up coconut oil. Uh, you should make six-layer bean dip in honor of the 49ers getting their sixth ring. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. All right, uh, it, but but see, with the recipes, I want Braddy to put some of her uh, her 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 enchiladas are the best enchiladas I've ever had. She's got this new chicken recipe. Oh man, is it good? I mean, she makes she makes some damn good shit. So. KC wins, so Travis can propose to Taylor. We'll see. All right, last one here. Here we go. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This is from Danny. It says, Arnie, have you heard the WWE rumors? Okay. So I've heard and read that Cody is going to challenge Roman Reigns at the Elimination Chamber in Australia, and The Rock is either going to interfere or keep the bloodline from interfering and letting Cody win the belt. And then Roman will be so upset that he fights him at WrestleMania. What do you think of that? And have you heard when MJF is coming back, AEW really needs him? Uh, Ken Dog, in case you're out there. Uh, there is no just Ken. We're, we're doing wrestling talk here. First of all, on the MJF thing. I saw a post today that said MJF was in Phoenix. AEW is in Phoenix tonight. Tony Khan has a huge announcement. Hopefully that is that MJF is coming back to save that fledgling company. Or they're going to promote Mark Briscoe even more. Tomorrow's t-shirt time. Mark Briscoe shirt. Cody with the Rock and Jay is back up for the bloodline. Ugh, just about to comment. Um... I have heard that rumor. I've read that rumor as well that we're, we're going to find out a lot of stuff on Thursday. Uh, if you have the Peacock Network, I believe it's 7 Eastern, 6 o'clock my time, 4 o'clock y'all's time on the West Coast. They're having this big press conference in Vegas, you know, the night of the NFL awards, not at Nevada primaries. Nevada doesn't, doesn't have much going on right now, especially Las Vegas. But they're going to make some big announcement. They're going to make the announcements of the matches. <sighs> I heard Vince is in some hot water for trafficking, allegedly. I, you know what? That story came out and was huge for two or three days, and now it's gone away. Allegedly, Vince was trying to traffic a, a, one of the employees to Brock Lesnar, who wanted to, her to send pictures, allegedly, of her urinating. We'll see. Vince is going to get out of it because Vince has money. Look, the, the thing about this this country, and we don't like it, and it's not right, and absolutely it's not right, but it's the, it's the country that we live in. It's the system. O.J. Simpson had a ton of money. O.J. Simpson damn near allegedly, well, he was, he was never convicted of this. He was, he was accused but never convicted of almost cutting his wife's head off. He was on some podcast the other day joking about, oh, you never confess. OJ got off because he hired great lawyers. He spent his fucking fortune on lawyers. Johnny Cochran, 
F. Lee Bailey. Who was the other guy? Robert Shapiro. Heard a cool thing about Rob. Robert Shapiro once said, if you're ever, like, like he would tell lawyers this, if you're ever at a press conference or something, always look to the back of the room. If you're addressing anybody, if you're ever talking, if you, if you ever have to give a speech, always look to the back of the room because it keeps your head up. I thought that was a genius idea, and, and I've always used that. Robert Kardashian. Yeah, Robert Kardashian wasn't much of a lawyer. Robert Kardashian looked shocked when the when the when the verdict came in. If you can go back in time, the People versus O.J. Simpson, the the miniseries was fantastic, but David Schwimmer fucking failed terribly playing Robert Kardashian because he did not have enough of a look of surprise when the verdict came in not guilty. He was convicted in a civil case and paid. Well, he's paid some. Uh, here's a leaked Super Bowl commercial with Schwarzenegger. Well, if y'all want to watch, I ain't going to watch it. Like Chris said, if OJ didn't have money, he'd be Orenthal the bus driving murderer. <laughs> Pretty much. And and that's what Vince is going to do. Vince is going to use his money, and Vince has more money than OJ ever had. I mean, Vince got out of fucking racketeering charges and steroid charges in the 90s. And he was, if you look at the, the evidence, he was pretty dead to left. Dead to right, whatever it is, whatever the saying is. Been hanging out with Braddy Kid too long. She ruins all sayings. He was dead. He got off. Um, I, I think it works out great. I, what I'd like, this is what I'd like to see. This ain't going to happen. Because until CM Punk got hurt, CM Punk was going to take on Seth Rollins night one for the belt. Probably take the belt from him because Seth Rollins is all banged up and he needs time off just like MJF. Um, What I'd like to see, honestly, I'd like to see Cody win the belt, maybe at Elimination Chamber, and then take on Seth. We only need one world champion. This two world champion thing needs to go. I just want one world. When Ric Flair was running around and, and he was in the NWA, there was only one world heavyweight champion. Now, the different areas had different world heavyweight champions, but we only have WWE. I don't need two. So, I'd like to see Cody take on Seth to get all the belts. Rock versus Roman Reigns, I think that's a great match. Have Jey Uso fight his brother, What's, what's his brother's name? Jerry? I, I don't need... I, I'm not a big Usos guy. Logan Paul take on Sami Zayn and lose. I know you're going to have women matches and all that. Nia Jax's fat ass is going to be out there. Whoopty goddamn do. Rhea Ripley, who I, I, I just... I, I'm done with her. I'm done with the whole judgment day. This is why I want AEW to come back, because it's something different from WWE. But until MJF comes back and... They're, they're stuck in a rut. Or they, they promote Mark Briscoe more. Nia Jax hurting the next champ. Oh, no shit. Stackar, good morning, my friend. Jimmy Uso. Thank you, Bobby. Nia Jax is horrible. 
I mean, let's have Liv Morgan come back. Let's have Liv Morgan win the Elimination Chamber and take on take on Rhea Ripley. And then maybe, may, I don't know, maybe Liv Morgan's bottoms get ripped off in the match. I don't know. I, I'm not a writer for the WWE. Oh, my God, we got Cooter. <laughs> Can you imagine Jim Ross coming back? Good God Almighty, that's a Cooter. Big A, your new blank tees are on the way. Ordered a bunch more uh, blank sixes and scheduled to be delivered here by Friday. Kick ass. Oh, I know I got some shirts coming. Hey, can I send you one more? Because there's a shirt that I've always wanted, but but my parents wouldn't let me go to that show. It's a Van Halen 1984 t-shirt. I'll send it to you. Black is fun. Can't wait. Cannot wait. We've got Bush. See, that's why we need we need the King and, and JR back, because they were the best announced, please. They, they were the best announced team ever. Pat McAfee's doing a good job. Michael Cole sucks. There's no... Even Gordon Soley back in the day would get worked up. I want an announcer to get worked up at the match. I'll be making your prints this afternoon. I will send you one here in just a second. All right, that does it for listener mail. Uh, thank you to everybody who wrote in. Please write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com where I can read them. Uh, until next week, uh, there you go. 775-357-FANS is the number.
over at JS Floors. I know how much of a Pantera fan that you are. And you are in a metal band as well. Um, uh, welcome back to the show. If you missed the first two hours, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, you know where to go. You know what to do. ArnieRadio.com, new and improved. Go there, check it out. Super Bowl show uh, with Joe tomorrow. Just got listener mail done. Now we have to get to a story that broke yesterday, and it was a big, big story, and I don't know what to think. The story is out of Michigan. Jennifer Crumbly. That's James Crumbly's mama. Was found guilty of involuntary manslaughter after her son went on a shooting spree at Oxford High School. Oh, I'm sorry, Ethan Crumbly is her name. Guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter in her historic criminal case. Her and her husband, who, by the way, will be tried separately, uh, are charged each with four counts of involuntary manslaughter in connection with the shooting that left four students dead, seven others injured. She'll be sentenced on April 9th. She could spend up to 30, I think it was 30 or 40 years uh, in prison over this. I don't know what to think because she didn't commit the crime. Her defense team argued that she did not know her son was planning on a school shooting and therefore shouldn't be held accountable. Prosecution said that Ethan's many cries for help when ignored that the 15-year-old carried out the shooting using the gun his parents allegedly purchased for him as a gift. Well, hold on a second here. We got, we got to slow that roll down a whole lot. There are a lot of parents that buy their children guns. Sorry if you don't like that. A lot of dads buy their sons guns to learn to hunt with. I don't know what kind of gun he, I'm sure he used the AR-15 and the, the deadliest gun on earth. Um, Jesse James says, I disagree with this verdict. Okay, why? Because I'm having a hard time with this verdict. This reminds me of when I, when I got my DUI, I had to go to DUI classes. And they threw the book at me. I had to go to a, a year's worth of DUI class. And I'm glad they did throw the book at me. It saved my life. Um, oh, Battleborn, you got a great point. Let me get through this one here, and I'll read what you said, because that's a, a very, very, that's, a, that's an awesome point. Um. In countries like Brazil, and I forget where else, 
if you got a DUI there, they would arrest your family. That's how serious DUIs are in other places. And I never agreed with that. I, I don't think it's your, 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 your uncle's fault that you got drunk and got behind the wheel and drove. She didn't see any signs of distress in the kid, no warning signs at all. Depending on the facts, I guess they could be culpable. Irresponsible gun owner. Now, Battleborn says the parents of that six-year-old who shot his teacher should be held accountable, and they weren't. Remember that? Now, Ethan Crumbly, I believe he is, what was he, 16 or 17, something like that. I don't remember what he was. Look, look, I honestly don't remember a lot of these school shootings because there's a lot of them. And, and I've had conversations with people, and I'll tell you this right now. They don't truly want to make schools safer. They want to ban guns, and they want to push mental health on everybody. The mom of the boy did get held responsible. I thought they let her go. But he was six also. Why well, I, I this is this this one's tough for me. Scott says parents aren't responsible for intent. If I buy my daughter a car and she accidentally runs over someone, I shouldn't be held accountable. Great point. He used a handgun, a weapon that you're not legally allowed to possess until 21. Seriously. Either way, uh, the parents were called in the day of the shooting before the kid did this and were told and shown what he was writing and were asked to take the child to get immediate help, and the parents said they had to go back to work. Fuck them. Now, which one are you talking about? Sawyer's dad, are you talking about this kid in Michigan, or are you talking about the six-year-old? Because the six-year-old was banned from school unless a parent was there with him, and that day a parent didn't show up, but they didn't ban the kid from school. That six-year-old was also... He was narked on three different times about having a gun at school that day. He shot his teacher with 10 minutes left in, in the school day. The kid in Michigan, okay. At 15, a child has decided who they will be. Parents can only do so much. Agree with the battleborn on the six-year-old. Parents will almost have on rose-colored glasses with their own kids. Crumbly, okay. I didn't know he used a handgun. I guess that's why it has, I mean, this is the biggest part of the story because, well, they, they don't want to go out there and ban handguns and because celebrities, their security wouldn't have any guns. Um, you didn't have any fat finger typing. Your typing was perfect. It's because it's a gun. If I buy my son a car and he kills a bunch of people, this wouldn't be a story. Now, if your son, if your underage son got drunk in a car that you bought and you provided the alcohol, then you would because you were getting your son drunk. I, I, I think this is a, a boy, I got to tell you, this to me sets a weird precedent. I mean, now it's on the books that we've convicted a parent of involuntary manslaughter, and she's going to spend 30 years in prison for something that she didn't do. Now, if they bought the kid a handgun and kids can't have handguns until they're 21, we can talk about that. Uh, I'm not saying the parents should be prosecuted for buying the kid a gun, but for not keeping him properly locked up, okay? Well, and buying him a gun that he wasn't legally allowed to have. 
There's so many circumstances why parents could be culpable, but it would have to be the result of directly related facts, not if-thens or conjecture. There needs to be negligence. Was there negligence? Uh, Ethan Crumbly pled guilty to murder and terrorism last year. He's serving life in prison without the possibility of parole. Instead of taking their son home, prosecutors said Jennifer and her husband left him at school and went out their day. Ethan later took a gun from his backpack, shot 11 people, four of whom died. He made a 19-minute video the day before the shooting describing what he was going uh, to do in school the next day. Okay. Okay. Now that I'm more up on this story. What about holding the feds accountable for all the shooters that were on the radar and did nothing to stop them? Hey, you you got a great point there. I don't know what it's like to be a parent. I don't. I'm not going to pretend to. I'm not going to. I'm not even. I'm. I'm not even going to go down that that road, because I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea how hard your job is. I just know it's hard. Uh, okay, mom of teacher sentenced to 21 months. 21 months. This lady gets 30 years, and that lady got 21 months. Thank you, Braddy Kid. I appreciate it. Uh, the employee was uh, experiencing the job uh, being performed. The employer was a well-devised safety program, which includes training programs and matters of safety respect to their particular job assignments. The employer effectively enforces the safety program. The employer has a policy of sanctions against employees who violate the safety program, and the employee caused a safety infraction which he or she knew was contra to the employer's safety requirements. Okay. From my world, I don't know the criminal bar, but with workplace, uh, apply the independent employee action defense, and that's what he put up there. Um, So getting back to the six-year-old shooting, the mom only getting 21 months, uh, where's the principal? Because the principal was told this kid had a gun three times. Three times that day, and they did nothing about it. The last time, he was quoted in saying, the school day's almost over, let's make it to the end. Because that kid, that six-year-old, had a lot of problems. I don't know enough about this this Ethan kid, whatever. I, you, you pretty much knew he was going to go on a shooting spree with the name of Ethan. Ethan or Ian, he was picked on his whole life. Of course he's going to go shoot somebody. It's that science right there. I, did, I know that. The first thing that parents need to stop doing, you need to raise these children as adults, but you don't get to treat them as adults until they start acting like it. I saw a story yesterday that they had this big conference in Dallas. And they had high school leaders. They were leaders from all these high schools in Texas. So the nerdy kids, the kids that run for student, you know, president shit. And they were all sitting around tables with one another, these 15 and 16-year-olds, discussing how to end racism. (laughs) 
And I, I, I'm watching this news story, and I'm watching this counselor who's talking about who organized this event. And I'm, you hear the 16- and 15-year-olds talking about racism and, oh, we need to understand other people, and we need to do this, and we need to do that. You need to shut the fuck up. That's what you need to do. Because I'm here to tell you something. No matter how much we hem and haw, no matter how much we he and haw, or she and haw, racism is never going away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the bearer of truth to you. I'm sorry to tell you the fact of the matter is this, is that no matter what, groups of people will hold down other groups of people. It's happened since the dawn of time. Is it right? No. It's also not right to put mayonnaise on hot dogs, but people still do that. Disgusting. Uh, Ultimately, kids should not have access to guns in the house. I keep all mine in a safe. You're right. If you want to charge them for something that that leads to that, like bad, you know, bad parenting, I I wish there could be a law against bad parenting because then we'd throw a bunch of people in jail. But the fact of the matter is that we think these 15 and 16-year-olds are already adults, and they're not. Their brains are not fully developed. Whoa, mayonnaise, no, it does not. You, you, uh, you obviously live way too close to Canada because that's the people that do that. First, you have to know what real racism is. That's true. And racism isn't going, it, it didn't go anywhere. We got rid of the Jim Crow laws. We got rid of all that. There's still racism in America. You don't think there's, we've elected the most racist president in the history of time in Joe Biden. Mayo, ketchup, and relish. Dill, of course, on a hot dog is the best. Fuck, you obviously support school shootings then. Teach kids gun safety and you can leave your weapons where they will help you in an emergency. I can see Canada from my house. Um, oh, Cowboys Girl, nothing applies to you. You put mayo on whatever you want. Come on, it's like it's like nature. Nature is your friend. Um, I have a hard time putting mom and dad in prison for 30 or 40 years over this. But I don't live in Michigan. I wasn't on the jury. But we keep treating these 15 and 16-year-olds. Who who was the little shit kid out of Florida? David something? Little mouthy fucking cunt? who came out, and he, he started his whole, he didn't even have to go to college. He was making fucking tons of money going on these speaking engagements, speaking out against guns. Mayo and baked chicken go together. Mayo and chicken go together like peas and carrots, baby. That used to be my go-to on, on Chick-fil-A until I found Chick-fil-A sauce. We don't even talk about Miracle Whip. Safety guy. That stuff is gross. But I, I, I'm here to tell you that we can all pretend. David, yeah, that's it. David Hogg. That was his name. 
Hogg and his dad uh, was an FBI or CIA. David Hogg's a little punk. Wants to ban guns. By the way, he's profiting off the death of his classmates. I just want to point that out. He's made a living off of profiting off of his dead classmates. But nobody seems to say anything like that. I, I think I, I think all this talk about ending right, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. But I also think it's a fairy tale. I was watching a video the other day on TikTok. And I love when they say black people can't be racist or any minority group can't be racist. Because that's not true. Uh, it, was a, it was a podcast. It was four black dudes. And they were talking about rap music. And one of the hosts of the show said that is Eminem the greatest rapper of all time? Now, this is something that's debatable. We can, I, I, I'm not going to debate it because I'm not the world's biggest rap. I, I like rap music. The greatest rappers ever will run DMC, the end. But if you think about when rap started, rap started Sugar Hill Gang. Sure, Deborah Harry rapped in a song with Fab Five Freddy. If you don't know who Fab Five Freddy is, Google Fab Five Freddy, and he was the original host of Yo! MTV Raps. Yes, my knowledge is undeniable. But I know that Deborah Harry rapped in a song, I believe, even before the Sugar Hill Gang. Eminem is an Epstein Island sellout. That, not, not that withstanding. We can have the discussion. But this one guy on the show said, whoa, 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 whoa. I can never say that somebody is the best who isn't an African. Meaning that you can only be the greatest rapper in the world if you're black. So does that mean you can only be the greatest quarterback in the world if you're white? Easy E was the best. Easy E was pretty damn good. But he's no Reverend Ron. He's no Daryl McDaniels either. But if you listen to Eminem and the lyrics that Eminem does, he's, he's a great rapper. Yes, he's a sellout to Epstein Island, of course, sure. But Stephen Hawking was the smartest man in the world. He enjoyed some time on that island, creepier than shit. That poor girl needs some counseling, whoever fucking had to be with him. God damn, worst thing, eating a vegetable, getting a wheelchair out of the way. All you got to do is listen to Rap God and you have a good idea who the goat is. Okay. It, it, by the way, and, and once again, that's subjective. It's like music. It's like comedy. It's all subjective. Who you think the greatest comedian in the world is is probably different than who I think the greatest comedian of all, of all time is. I still don't have a solid answer. I don't know if it's if it's Don Rickles or if it's Red Fox. I don't know. Eminem just gets shit because he's white. Yeah. Well, and and isn't that racist? Look, Vanilla Ice was not a great rapper. He had a great song. 
and Ice Ice Baby. We, we, I, I will never deny that that song was awesome, and it still is awesome today. You can mock me all you want. It's a phenomenal song. His other songs, not so good. Eminem keeps coming out with good stuff every time he releases shit, or it used to. Does Governor Wheel's wife hate dealing with the chair? <laughs> Probably. Greatest rap duo was uh, the church couple who did Jesus Christ is my N-word. <laughs> Devin Stater. Shocking. Oh. But we treat these kids like they're adults, and they're 15 and 16 years old. And I'm willing to talk to them like an adult, but not treat them like an adult because they're 15 and 16. Because they think they know everything in the world, and they don't know shit. We all, at 15 and 16, thought we knew everything in the world, and we didn't know shit. As I grow older, I, I look back on my life, and I just I, I wish my dad were here to where I could just say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Arnie, I got a new Indian rap song for you. Okay. Ken Dog, Rap God is a great song. He spits so fast. Um, and, and, and once again, it's subjective when it comes down to that. But getting back to the original story of this mom um, being being proven guilty by a jury of her peers of being complicit to involuntary manslaughter, I think the case will be appealed. Of course, it'll be appealed, and I would imagine with a slicker lawyer, though, she'll probably get off. But I think it sets up a very dangerous precedent. That, that's just me. Uh, let's see. Let's see what this rap song is. Let, let's see what you got for me, Stack R. <laughs> got a bandana on. Uh, I'll let you guys look at the title, Black N-I-G-G-A, Little Blackout. No, you're not. You're you're an Indian dude. Whoa. Well, that's easily the worst song I've ever played on this show. Got to hear the chorus. I, I don't want to hear the chorus. Wait, hold on. Let me let me let me go back real quick and see if I can find the chorus. That's got to be the chorus. Jesus, that's terrible. John Cena also has to be in the conversation for best rapper, Doctor of Thugonomics. Uh, is his mom white? I'd say that factor in Michigan these days. Yes, his mom was white. Eminem is a Trump hater. He came out and said, if you voted for him, don't buy a CD. So I didn't. I ripped it. Good for you. By the way, it's funny to watch all these former Trump haters come back, like Michael Rappaport, uh, Snoop Dogg. Eminem will be back there. Is that Steven Seagal? Oh, God, no. Oh, no, no. That was not Steven Seagal. How dare you? 
How dare you ask if that was Steven Seagal? Come on now. We all know what Steven Seagal's got. Mr. Steven Seagal, fly down on Jamaica and say one. What is y'all? So them send for Leo the Sock, I don't know him raw. No, this is still the worst. Talking about the poo nanny. Before there was John Cena, there was the Macho Man rap album. Oh, God. Macho Madness. Uh... God almighty, Randy Savage should have never released a rap album. And yes, I do own a copy of the Macho Man CD. The best rapper ever is Dr. Dreidel, a.k.a. Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I heard about that. That was pretty funny. Uh, All right, switching gears here. I just found this story, and I got to say, you know what, I ain't going to do that story yet. I got to do this other story because there's outrage with this other story first. Um. This is truly unbelievable. Five transgendered students dominate the volleyball court at a women's college varsity game as biological women are benched. Footage showed the five athletes dominate a women's volleyball match between Sinca College and Centennial College in Toronto. Dear Lord, I'm looking at these dudes on the team. My God. Of course the dudes are going to win. Hey, hey, honey, you got to shave, and I ain't talking about your legs. I'm talking about your damn face before you start this. Why are we doing this? Why is this still happening? I have one more thing to say on this. Does being a parent suck sometimes? Yes. Is it inconvenient sometimes? Yes. But if your child is screaming out for help and you're too busy uh, that you don't help them, then fuck you. I have more respect for people like Arnie that can admit they shouldn't be a parent, even though we think they'd be a great parent. I wouldn't. If you cannot be there for your child in a moment like this, your kid was crying out. Uh, Is this child's responsibility for the shooting? Yes. And he will pay forever, but those parents did their job. uh, And get him help for the four other kids would be alive. And this woman was more worried about her boyfriend. And the father was more worried about other things. And this is why they're responsible. Okay, I understand that. Uh, Bartman, they got that fucker served down. When are when are 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 are, are no real sports fans watching sports anymore? Have we all been turned off? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. If I'm at a game and there's a dude playing, first of all, why in the fuck am I at a women's fucking volleyball game? I better know somebody playing. 
And if I know somebody playing and they're playing against a dude on another team who's dressed up like a girl and I can see his balls fucking flopping around, I am going to boo that kid. I don't care how old they are. They can be 6, they can be 16, they can be 26. I'm going to fucking boo them because they don't belong there. This has to be a complete psyops for the government, literally getting rid of anything for women, but every ignorant-ass cunt out there voting blue will continue it because they still want to have an abortion. Like you want, (laughs) you won't have shit if you keep this bullshit up. And by the way, going to tell you this right now. Someday the Democrats will go back on abortion. I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting you know. I'm just going to go, uh, just let you know. This is absurd. This is dumb. This, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm growing rather tired of talking about it, about how a man, has, is, uh, there's a story, I, I forget it, if it's Connecticut or somewhere, where there's a boy in high school that's going to, to, to beat all the girls' records in the high jump? Well, of course, because he's a boy. Duh! Two-on-two uh, women's beach volleyball is the only one, I, I, one I'd like to and I'd go to. Ignorant ass cunt here. <laughs> they have to get rid This has to stop. You have women's leagues, you have men's leagues. The end. The end. And the Democrats someday, maybe not in our lifetime, probably though, will go back on abortion. Because the Democrats sure as fuck don't stand up for you women right now. They won't even say what a woman is. They won't say what it is, but I don't know of any man that's ever had an abortion. I don't know of any man that's ever had a child. And you can show me pictures of these fucking assholes that got their fucking, their, 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 their hormonal found beards who are delivering babies, but they were women once. Now they're men. As I roll my eyes, and I hope you heard that. We should hold these trans kids' parents accountable for ruining high school sports. Try to be reasonable with it to any capacity. These dumb bitches don't want to rationalize anything or listen because they don't see the big picture. We have the Second Amendment, but there's stipulations. Why can't that happen with abortion? Well, <laughs> Lisa says, I still love you, Steph, you dumb cunt, as she laughs. Look, everybody's entitled to whatever opinions they want, and I respect everybody's opinions. And as long as we have a favorable place here to talk about things, I have no problem. I have no problem. I don't want everybody to agree with me all the time. Stephanie's one of my best friends. Her and I don't see eye to eye politically. Probably never will until she smartens up. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But there's a lot of people like that. And we can have discussions, and we've had discussions, and they didn't get nasty. There was no name-calling involved. And Alicia, I know that you're just playing. You're not name-calling right now. I, I understand that. We need to go back to that because that's how progress gets made. When somebody comes out and they talk about wanting to ban men from women's sports, all we hear 
is how violent we are. And the, the, it stopped right there. The, the conversation stops with, oh, that's violence. Well, it stops because I'm, I'm dumbfounded about how that's violent. That I want to think that it's not okay that a 6'5 man is playing volleyball against 5'11 women and fucking bringing the thunder when he spikes the ball. I'm sorry, she spikes the ball. How about this? How about in the next Olympics, in the next Winter Olympics, we let America, because we're the ones that are doing it, we outfit our female hockey team with all men. How about we do that with the entire Olympics? Every woman's, I'm all in favor of this because, boy, we will win the medal total for sure. We have nothing but men compete in all the women's events and men's events, too. Steph brings amazingness to the show. I truly do love her and have no problem listening to her political viewpoints, regardless if we agree or disagree. And here's the thing. We can bring others to things to each other's lives that have nothing to do with politics. Exactly. The left will be against abortion when uh, a tax is put in place and women's remaining eggs. I'm just, I'm tired of this. This is, look, if the transgenders want to have their own league, have your own league. Have nothing but trans play in that league. I'm all for it. But until you do, yeah, it's not going to happen. Now, the story that I found earlier. Um... Uh, this is a story about Kumel Najini. He he he's an actor. Uh, he was in that terrible movie, uh, The Eternals. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in that movie with Dave Bautista, where he was an Uber driver. Stuber, I believe, was the name of it. Uh, it should be called Paging Doctor Faggot. Dr. Faggot! Kumail Nujani, Stackhart, do you know him, by the way? Um, says movie critics were so harsh on his Marvel movie, The Eternals, that he had to get therapy over the bad reviews. Oh, those guys are fags! <laughs> Oh, no. What will I do? They didn't like my performance in this movie. I made millions of dollars on it, and I've already signed my next four movie deals, which I'm making millions upon millions of dollars on. However, will I get by? Actors have to go to therapy now if they get a bad review. Come on, man. Can we start nominating him for best actress? I I swear to God, this is this is so stupid. If I'm the fucking if damn, I should have become a therapist. Oh, I would love to be sitting in a room and 
I don't know what to do. They didn't like the movie I made. I'd say, well, how much did you make on the movie? Oh, they paid me $4 million to be in it. They paid you $4 million to be in this movie, right? Yeah. Did you buy anything cool? Well, yeah, I bought a house. You bought a house. Okay, and, and the critic, is it nicer than the critic's house? Yeah, you're healed. Get out. When we first moved to Sacramento, see, I can tie this into a real story here. We first moved to Sacramento. Anybody who comes on and, and, and tells me they listened and loved the show from day one, first thing I like to tell you is that you're a liar. Because you're not. You, you, you're, you're a liar. You want to know how? Because I lived through it. We were told, because this was at the beginning of the Internet. This was like 99-2000. We replaced a show called The Rise Guys there. And the Rise Guys were very popular not ratings-wise, but they had a lot of listeners. Well, they not near as many as we did, but that's a whole different story. I mean, they didn't have the talent we did either, but that's a whole different story. Um, and we were told, whatever you do, don't go to the message boards. Well, we're stupid, and we're in our late 20s at the time, so of course, we're first thing we're going to do is go to the message boards. And I read the message boards after day one. And I remember I used to always ask people, what up, dog? And people hated that on 98 Rock. They're like, you don't work for a black station. Why are you saying what up, dog? It's because that's what I say. People hated us. Literally hated us. Wanted us to die. The first phone call we got, I'll never forget. We signed, my memory is not good, but but when gigantic things happen, I always remember them. I remember sitting in that dark-ass studio when it used to be over off of Madison. It was dark because it was 5.30 in the morning. We had the, the, the lights in the, in the studio weren't that great. We had this big fucking, this uh, big skylight, or you know, that when, when the sun came out, the studio got super bright. So it was dark in there that morning. And the first song that we played was Welcome to the Jungle. Never forget it. First song that we ever played, because we used to play songs when we first started at 98 Rock. We played it. We welcomed everybody to the show. We introduced ourselves. We told people, hey, you know, this is a new show. And, and we took phone calls. And the first phone call we got, the first Phone call we got. Was, hey, we fucking hate you. They didn't say fucking. But they said, we hate you and we hope you die. First phone call. And the rest of the show was built that way. People were calling up, giving us shit. There's some people that were saying, hey, we're going to try you out. Now, we lasted for a long, long time in Sacramento. Do you know what I did that day? I went home, and I locked the door behind me at 10.01. And I did not have a good day. But you know what I told myself that night? I said, fuck it. I signed a contract. I'm going to kick ass here. Fuck them. Fuck them. And it was six months later we were number one in that city. 
So these fucking actors that come out and cry over bad review, fucking do something about it. That should be a kick in your own ass to say, fuck it, I need to be better. We don't have that mentality anymore. I still have that mentality. People my age still have that mentality. You, the ass family, have that mentality. That's why I I come into this show every single day is because we're like-minded people and we want to achieve shit. We don't sit around crying about going to therapists because uh, somebody in San Francisco that writes for the Chronicle doesn't like my performance in a, a superhero movie. It's a superhero movie, you dick! <sighs> Check out the new hats Jamie ordered for you, uh, a big A. Uh, posted them on my Facebook page, opened the box, and was like, wow. Told Jamie to order a ton. Going to sell a ton of these after I design awesome cubbies. For- oh, wait, let's see. Oh, my God. <gasps> That's the hat. That is so perfect. Oh, my God, I can't wait to get that. That, that hat is going to fucking rule. I will even break my own rule. When I go to a Rangers game, I will wear that hat instead. Don't read the reviews, Cash. No, I say read the review. Reading the reviews made me a better broadcaster. Is that the meth lab that dog shit talks about? What, our old building? No, our old building wasn't bad at all. Our old building was great. Shit, if he wanted a bad building, he should have worked in Reno before we remodeled it. Ben Barry says, I totally listened to that first show. I remember all of this. People hated us. I wasn't happy about the Rise guys going away, but I was listening and liked you the best. You are what kept coming back every day. Straight Fire says, I totally felt the same way, Panda. Well, because thank you. Thank you very much, Panda and Straight Fire. I appreciate that. And I used to say it all the time on the other show. (laughs) They used to get mad at me, and I'd be like, oh, I'm just playing. I'll say it right now. I was the star of that show. Like it or not, I was the star of that show. And I used to go on the air and say, yep, the star is here. And they hated that. They hated that. And they knew it was true. They knew it was true. I didn't have a big head, though. I didn't have an ego. I went along with everything. I was a part of a team. A lot of people, and I'm not comparing myself to Tom Brady. Tom Brady won six Super Bowls. You know why Tom Brady won six Super Bowls? Because he was never the quote-unquote star of the team. Even though he was the star of the team, he was never the highest paid quarterback on the team. He was never the highest paid player on the team. Why? Because he wanted to win. I went along with their bullshit because I wanted to win. And I knew I had two talented people with me. As much as I hate them now, at the time they were very talented people. I don't know what's happened. Somebody ate all their talent away. Somebody drank all their talent away. I still got it. Arnie, you were the star of all the shows you were on and still are. Appreciate that. Oh, I didn't even even think twice about it on Dog Pound. Woof. That show was hard. I got to tell you, that that was the hardest work I've ever done in broadcasting. I heard you for the first time on the radio in 1998. I freaking loved you right away. Thank you. Dog was a deep... Dog... Dog, dog wasn't a diva like like Jerkoff was. Jerkoff was the diva. I'll say that much. Jerkoff was the complete diva of that show. Dog shit 
He just thought that he was the greatest broadcaster to ever live. And if you didn't agree with anything that he said, he didn't want to talk to you. But the diva of that show was jerk-off. And there shouldn't have been any reason for it. Because he was no good. I will say this to you. Um, my first day with the dog pound, Wolf. I was sitting there and jerk off, said, "Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. We're gonna get we're 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 gonna get uh syndicated now." And I looked at him. I said, "I said, well, we gotta do some work first. He goes, "You guys were syndicated." I was like, "Well, yeah, because that was a good show. <laughs> Your show's not very good." And you have to remember that that was when I first signed with them. I had jerk off, I had dog shit, and I had Andy Man Candy. And Andy Man Candy was clearly the worst talk show broadcaster I've ever worked with. Ever. Now, as far as a, a radio talent, Andy Man Candy was great. He could front sell a song like there was nobody's business. He could do a promo like nobody's business. Why? Because he had 25, 26 seconds to talk, and he talked really, really fast. But when you do a talk show, you have to do what we call expand on things. And none of them realized what they had to do. They used to like to talk in circles. And that's why they never got ratings, because they never moved the conversation along. It was the same bullshit all the time. And I'm not better than anybody. I'm just better trained. And I was there to help them move conversations along. Because that's what I did. I got us to the breaks. My job in the morning show was to offer levity in all situations. To find that levity in all situations. It's a talent that I have. It's one of those things God gave me. And I appreciate it and I thank him every night for it. I found levity on 9-11 somehow, even though I was worried to death about my father flying that day. I, 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 used to, I, I found levity in the situation uh, when I came back from my suicide attempt. And that levity was helped by my dad. Because when my dad visited me in my most regrettable time in life, when he walked through that nuthouse door and I saw him and the look on his face, today it still tears me up. Because I was so ashamed of myself. Five minutes in, I knew I was better. Because my dad, he, he was the one who, who gave me the gift, if you will, of levity. When he looked at me and in front of my doctor, he said, Hey, if I knew you were going to do this, I would have given you some of my blood thinners. And I just started laughing. Because if you don't know, I, I tried to cut my wrists. And I went really deep. And as soon as he said that, it was, it, it, was, it was a switch that got turned in my brain. And I would always try to, and my job was to offer levity in all situations and get us into commercials. And we'd always try to go into a commercial on a high note, on a laugh. 
Um, the greatest thing, the, the greatest compliment that I ever got, and I got it a lot of times in radio, was I was late for work because I had to hear the end of that break. I know that I made a lot, I got a lot of you written up over the years, and I apologize. It's because the other two wouldn't shut the fuck up. That's why. Um, but that was my job, was to get us into commercials. And I, I relished that. That it was a challenge to me. And it was only a challenge because it, I knew what the last story was. I'd get a signal saying this is the last story, or, you know, shithead would say this is the last story. And I knew I had to start really listening because that was the key to everything, was listening. So I'd listen. I'd have a line ready to go like that, and I'd write it down. I always had a pad of paper by me, and I'd write that line down because I wanted to listen because sometimes, who knows, one of the other two could get lucky and say what, I, what that line was because sometimes the first line was easy. A lot of times they didn't even come up with that. But the more I listened, the better the line got. The greatest line, I, the, the, my two favorite lines of all time that I ever get. Um, first week on the show. And this got us national attention because we were released on a CD that was sent out to other radio stations. Because I don't have a good radio voice. You guys are just used to my voice. That's all. I have a terrible radio voice. I'm too high-pitched. You can hear it in my singing. But I'm not high enough. And somebody called that first week. And they said, hey. Now, once again, this is 98. Um, hey, uh, just wondering, when are Arnie's balls going to drop? Because of my high point. And I didn't miss a beat. I did not miss a beat. I, I, I looked at the microphone. I said, well, they dropped on your mom's chin last night. Boom. Fucking awesome. Line. Easy line. Easy line. But it got us into commercials. My favorite line of all time, which got dumped, which I always talk about on this show, it got, it, it got delayed, it got censored due to the fact that at that time our censor was this guy named the Wart who had no fucking clue on how to do anything. And the story was about STDs in the military and how STDs are on the rise in the military. And I had the line it, literally in two seconds. And I wrote it down, and it never, I knew this one wasn't going to get changed. So the Sal talked about it. Scab talked about it. Sal talked about it. It's time to get the commercials. Let's go to the fat guy. And I looked at them both. And I said, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't know why y'all are surprised. And they said, what do you mean? I said, sex has been going on in the military for years. And they go, what do you mean? I said, my sister is such a slut, she wanted to get stationed at Fort Dix. Boom. Off to commercials. But it got delayed, and I almost killed somebody because it got delayed. I just remember Andy. Andy Man Candy. Um, but that was my job. And 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 I listened. Look, critics are, are, are great. They, they're awful, but they're great. They, they sometimes can offer you awesome shit. Sometimes critics just suck. But you listen to them. Why? Because it'll make you better. 
This is why you always try to compete against people that are on an equal or higher level than you because they're going to make you better. It's not fun all the time. Sometimes you lose. Now, in broadcasting, we didn't lose. We only lost because the system was rigged against us a couple times, but that was it. Uh, That is going to do it for us today, ass family. I hope you enjoyed the show. Tomorrow, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be on, and we are talking Super Bowl, baby. So until then, please remember every room you you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic, a wonderful, a great pump day. And adios, everybody.
Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.